Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And, and we're, we're the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. (laughs) Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Simple Mission Podcast. We are so excited to announce our first guest for season three. We're honored to talk to the best-selling author, theologian, and fellow podcaster, Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast, Felicia Masonheimer. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, you're welcome. We are we are honored to be able to uh, talk to you today mm-hmm. and um, to ask you uh, lots of fun questions. Awesome. I look forward to it. <laughs> cool. Okay. So let's get started with the first one. Um, you know, even though we know you and we know about your work um, from like uh, following you through Instagram, for our listeners... Um, who want to get to know you a little bit better. Tell us about yourself, your mission, and your book, Stop Calling Me Beautiful. Yeah, so mainly a lot of what I do has to do with theology and making theology accessible to the average person. Now, obviously, any Christian can read theology if they want to. They can seek out the books. They can read them themselves. And I do not try to reinvent the work of our great scholars and church historians. But what I do is curate that information for people who are intimidated by theology and the study of the nature of God. And so the mission of my brand, my blog and website and podcast is Every Woman a Theologian. We do have some men who join us and listen in too, but uh, my goal is to equip every woman to be a student of the nature and heart of God and allow that to change how they live. So in my recent book, I guess it's almost a year old, um, Stop Calling Me Beautiful, we break down how the gospel actually meets us in different areas of life. So how the gospel deals with legalism, how it deals with anxiety or fear or sexual baggage and hurts and wounds and what Christ does for us through the gospel in those areas of life. So it's a really, really fun ministry for me. Um, It's really hard at times, but it is also just a blessing to be able to share the truth of scripture with people who are processing it and new to it and want to learn. Wow, that's so awesome. Um, I think it was funny. I think I found you over a year ago and you were just promoting your podcast and uh, you were sharing a little like uh, I just uh, like exciting, like, uh, what do you call it? Like for your book, like little like episodes here and there talking about each chapter of your book. And I remember I just kept listening and I was like, I want more, I want more. And then I ordered your book and that book really changed like how I, I just view reading the Bible and having like quiet time. And I love how in your book you said, you know, it doesn't matter how how perfect your quiet time is in the morning with coffee and all of the highlighters and all, all that stuff. 
that it really kind of took the burden off of me of like, I don't always need to meet with God in the morning. It can be any time he's there, any time that we want to go to him. And so your book really impacted me. And um, I'm just excited to just learn a lot more about you and your life. So um, one of the things that I know in your book that you talked about, you said um, that Christianity is not about ourselves, but it's about God. And um, so I know that when you were in college, you realized that you wanted more out of your spiritual life um, than what you had at the time. Can you share a little bit more about that and, you know, how that impacted your life and shape your life today? I love that you brought up the Instagram quiet time, as I call it, or the picture perfect quiet time that if I don't have the highlighters and I don't have my commentary and I don't have all of these things, then why bother even seeking God? Because Mm -hmm. he needs me to do it that way. That's the right way. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it starts out as such a good thing. Um, We were trying to go deeper and then we start to idolize the process instead of seeking God himself. And I think that's what I was doing in college. I got to the point where I definitely, I sought God. I believed in God, I I was a Christian, but things started to feel kind of stale or I didn't have the answers to the questions. And I was a religion major. So I was, you know, immersed in the Bible at a Christian college, but personally, my walk with him was lacking. And so theology can lead us to a deeper walk with God. If we remember that it is first a relationship, it's supposed to be a relationship wherein the theology teaches us about his character. Mm-hmm. If we just become what I call Christian eggheads who are collecting knowledge <laughs> and just trying to be really smart about God, then we actually end up divorcing ourselves from that beautiful relationship that we could have. That's the whole point of the theology. And so for me in that college journey, I was learning all this stuff about God and I realized I have got to remember the point of this, which is that Christ is the center. This is about my relationship with him. I'm learning about a real person. I'm not just learning random facts or, you know, more material to spout on Facebook and win arguments. This is God I serve. And when you see it that way, and when I saw it that way, it became what C.S. Lewis called doctrine that leads to devotion. And I just love that because it happens when we remember that the doctrine is a description of the God that we love. Wow. Hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for that like uh, explanation and um, a little bit of your story as well, too. So um, I really like how, how you uh, kind of summed it up as, as simple as you can. So, um, you know, throughout... Throughout season three, uh, our our focus is going to be back to the basics. And what I mean by that is back to the basics of the gospel and, you know, uh, having that close, intimate relationship uh, with Christ um, kind of by diving into into his word. Um, And so throughout the years of your studies, um, how has reading the Bible brought you closer to God? Um, and why should reading and studying the Bible matter, especially to Christians? That's a great question. And we touched on it a little bit earlier when we were just talking about doctrine and devotion, but ultimately the Bible is according to the Christian ethic, the 
what Christians believe, the Bible is the way we know who God is, how he interacts with man, who Jesus is, how we should live. All of that comes from the Bible. That is our authoritative text. And it always has been. If you look at church history and you go even further back to what Jesus affirmed as scripture, what it was scripture in the old Testament. I did an entire series on this on my podcast, because this is a huge question. Where does yeah. it, yeah. why do we bother to study it? Why does it have authority? But when you settle those questions, then we have to decide how am I going to make time to study this? Mm-hmm. And the importance of studying the Bible again, has to do with the character of God. You can't trust somebody who you don't know, Mm -hmm. right? So the more you know God, the more you trust him, the more loyal you are to him. And so our faith is not just this blind faith in this random person who has not told us who he is. Our faith increases the more we know the character of God and he has revealed that character in the word. That's why Bible study is so important Mm -hmm. because When we don't spend time in the word of God, we can get deceived by these different versions of who Jesus is, or these different Mm -hmm. versions of who God is, or we can even add our own assumptions about God, you know, on top of the text or on top of what other people have said about him. And we're not actually checking that to see if it's true. So Bible study while we don't want to be legalistic about it is also super important for shaping our view of God. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Wow. Um, I think the one thing that you said is that, you know, we have to remember the importance of reading the Bible. And um, I think a lot of us Christians, even sometimes me, I don't know about David, but a lot of us kind of get it wrong in where it's supposed to be like, uh, I guess, what we want, or it's going to be easy for us to, I guess, try to fit it into our life and like, oh, well, what does it say about what I want? Or, you know, it doesn't fit into what I want. So I'm going to look for that answer somewhere else in a, a a certain pastor or a sermon or a ministry that like speaks into what I want and not what God wants. Um, so I think that's really important that you said, you know, very simply of like how important the Bible is and that it's the way we get to know God. It's not about ourselves like I said in the one of the previous questions. Um, but I guess one thing I wanted to ask you is that sometimes for people, even Christian, it can be really intimidating and it, it's overwhelming and boring sometimes <laughs> um, to read the Bible. So I guess for anyone listening right now that wants to maybe get into a further study or to read the Bible more, um, how can they not be uh, intimidated or overwhelmed and just started on reading? So, That's a great question. I think the first thing to settle is that this is a lifelong journey with mm-hmm. the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to know everything right away. He doesn't expect you to know everything right away. Yeah. Curious and ask questions, but you don't need to have all the answers right out of the gate. You don't need to know the whole Bible front to back right out of the gate. You have some time to really immerse yourself. And the thing is, the longer you walk with God, you'll discover that there's always more to know. There's always more to know about the Bible. And so that removes some of the pressure to become really knowledgeable, really fast and gives you the ability to take your time in studying. Now, if you still don't know where to start, 
There are so many great Bible study resources today. So many great organizations that offer ways to get into scripture and learn how to break down passages. For someone who's a really, really beginner, I think that using a Bible study that's written by somebody, but a Bible study that gets you in the actual word. So it says, open up to Nehemiah one, read this passage, and then ask you some questions about it. Those are fantastic because they give you some of that exposure to the word. They give you some questions to ask, but they aren't taking away from the word at the same time. So that can be a really great start. Then if you've been studying for a while, I recommend learning how to break down passages on your own. So how to look for different themes and words. This is called inductive Bible study. And I have some resources on my own website for that, but there's also so many more books and um, resources out there that are great. So depending on where you're at and how advanced you are in reading your Bible, there's always something you can do to challenge yourself a little bit, mm -hmm. um, but you should never feel ashamed for using a Bible study that's, you know, based on scripture or, um, you know, having an imperfect quiet time and, and not having all your highlighters. But I also think on the other end that it's good to create those routines and have those routines to learn how to study the Bible on your own so that you have some more confidence in what it means and how to use it. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. You know, um, one thing that uh, Leanna and I um, have done since I guess dating, we yeah. first started dating. I, um, uh, I, you know, I felt like God, um, you know, called me to her and uh, she to me as well. And so I was like, well, all right, Lord, it, it was a crazy story. But um, uh, we uh, met at my uh, brother-in-law's uh, birthday party. And then uh, just so happens that I went to went to church, um, to his church, and she was there and she came over and tapped me on the shoulder. I, I went by myself. Um, actually, and I was like, I was like, well, my brother-in-law is not going to, you know, and like he's busy doing something else. So I'm, I'm just going to go. And uh, little did I know she was there. And so she tapped me on the shoulder. Hey, you can sit with me. Cause I just met her like the night before <laughs> it was, it was kind of crazy. And so, you know, and that's kind of where it all, it all started. But one thing that, that we did, which is, um, I guess, uh, not really kind of talked about or heard of it's it's kind of a brisk is, is we uh, took like um, a basic devotional um, and we started doing it together um, while we were dating. Um, and that really, really helped out a lot. And we actually carried that same devotional, um, you know, into, into marriage. And then, uh, well, well, a little bad story is that we were dating for, I think three and a half, four months. Yeah. And then we got engaged and then we got married six months later. So it was all within less than a year. So that's wow. why we're saying that we were reading or, or doing the devotionals together into marriage because it was that short. It was like seven to eight months. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love that, it. Yeah. Crazy yeah. <laughs> love story. But yeah. I wanted to let you know that before we like kind of explain oh, why we read it into marriage. It was a one-year <laughs> devotional and yeah. we did it all within <laughs> less than a year. I love that. That's great. If you yeah. know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like that, that time and, and that, you know uh, – one little extra book added onto the Bible really helped us to be able to like figure out like, you know, uh, where our walk walk is with the Lord mm -hmm. uh, on an individual basis and as a couple. And then it really, really had a, a major impact with, um, and our marriage too. And, and to this day, like we still, we still do, 
um, our morning devotionals, and and also we have our quiet time as well too. Yeah, we both have our individual quiet time as well as sharing like what we learned and sharing it with each other. Yeah, and so it, it just kind of depends, like kind of like how you said, like it depends on like uh, where you are um, in your walk with Christ and like what what I guess where you want to start reading the Bible. Um, and we kind of uh, started reading the Bible and a devotional together, you know, yeah. kind of like how you said. And then it, if you want something deeper, um, you know, as far as breaking down those verses, it, it's there's definitely yeah. information out there too. And I know that you've said in the past about how, you know, just reading a devotional isn't always a good thing because you want to, you know, have people read the Bible as well. But I know for sure, for me, I was reading my Bible as well as the, the devotional, which is I think is okay. But yeah. what what, do you, what is your, um, I guess, stance on, like, you know, people that are listening that only read devotionals? Like, what's some encouragement that you can give to them of, like, trying to read the Bible again instead of just reading the devotional? I think a lot of times we revert to the devotional because we feel intimidated by the Bible or we feel like we don't get as much out of it or we need somebody to explain it to us. So it comes a lot of times from fear, um, intimidation, not feeling comfortable digging into scripture and devotionals are not bad. I mean, I wrote a Christian living book, so I hope, you know, that people are encouraged by that. But the problem can be that we never are able to independently read scripture. And so we're always dependent on someone else's knowledge about the Bible and never have read it for ourselves, which means Mm -hmm. that people can say things about the Bible that aren't true, but we won't recognize that because we aren't reading our Bibles. We don't go, hmm, I don't know that what I'm reading here in this book is actually true based on what I've seen in my own study of scripture. Mm -hmm. We won't have that ability if we're always reading what other people say about stuff. So I think it's great that you are reading a devotional and reading your Bible because they kind of go well together. You know, you can look at the references that are in that devotional in your Bible. Mm -hmm. You can continue your independent study of the Bible while also doing your reading. In fact, this very morning I was reading a Christian living book that a friend of mine wrote. And instead of doing my like full on Bible study, which I did Mm -hmm. the day before. So I think you can really change it up. You don't, again, we don't want to become so legalistic about this that we're like, I only read, you know, the word of the Lord, (laughs) 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 even when our, you know, there are some great writers out there, um, like even C.S. Lewis and, and people like him who have written these amazing books that we can read and learn about God from. And ultimately that education drives us back to scripture. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, what does the Bible say? Um, am I educating myself in scripture? So I would say, try to be even handed, like for as many devotionals as you read, try to also spend time in scripture or alternate, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I know for sure that me and David have been, I guess, trying to read the Bible a little bit more, but I've been more challenged to read the book that I've never read in my whole life. I've been a Christian my whole life. I never read Isaiah. I never read um, Ezekiel. And it's just because, like I said, I was intimidated but I knew that if you just pray and just ask the Holy Spirit to open, you know, our eyes into like what he has for us and not like what we want to get out of it, even if it's like scary. But so I can definitely relate to that, you know, just try and, you know, have a little devotion on the side if you need to or read a different book like you said you read this morning, you know, it's just change it up and, you know, God is not going to like hold us to it. 
But thank yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, so, you know, um, as we're kind of getting close to the end here, um, but we wanted to ask you uh, one final question. You know, this goes to kind of prioritizing and making time to grow closer uh, to Jesus. And um, a lot of our listeners um, are married um, and have uh, young children as well. So how can, have you maintained uh, your relationship with Jesus while pursuing your career and having a husband and uh, three children and kind of all of the things. <laughs> well, it is as crazy as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Lots going on all the time. Um, just today, um, as of this recording, my oldest is sick. Um, my oh. youngest woke early from at least one nap. My second one is just a wild child in general. So she's just a lot of work and she's three. So we are running our business, um, you know, trying to maintain the home, homeschooling our kids. Our kids get sick like other people's kids. They wake up from their naps and that is, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot to handle. And what I have found is that the way the day goes is directly relative to how much time I spent in the word. Now, I don't mean like, oh, if I spend two hours in the word, then it'll go better versus 30 minutes. But if I just skip it all together, I don't have as much peace and stability in my day. Now, sometimes in my season, that means that I don't get to do my study time in the morning. Right now, our youngest, he's only three months old, so he's still waking at night. My husband and I wake up super tired a lot of times, so I'm not getting up early enough to really spend that alone time. But like this morning, I was able to sit and read for a while while my daughter played. Um, But yesterday I had to do my study in the afternoon. That was the only time that it worked. And I think being flexible and saying, okay, like you were talking about earlier in this episode, being flexible and saying, okay, it's okay. If I don't have the highlighters and the armchair and the coffee, and it's not all perfect, it's okay. If that doesn't happen, the point is I need Christ in order to make it through this day. And the thing is, even if you don't have kids, even if you're newly married and you're working full-time jobs, it also applies because when I was working full-time and engaged planning a wedding, or married and my husband was traveling all over, you know, in those seasons, I needed the Lord. And I was doing my quiet time on my lunch break at work or early in the morning before my commute. You know, there had to be a time I could find to do that because I needed his peace. I needed his presence. And one of the big themes in scripture is God's presence with his people. Uh It's what he gave Israel in the tabernacle and in the temple, and then what he gives us through the Holy Spirit. And I think that's so cool. You know, we talk about Emmanuel at Christmas, Emmanuel, God with us, but he is with us all the time. And so we meet him and learn about him by making time for the word. And there are ways to do that. Even if it's 15 minutes, you know, while you have your Bible open on the counter while you're making breakfast, it can be anything like that. He doesn't care. He just wants to meet you. He just wants us, you know. I think the crazy thing that you were, you know, saying that, you know, we all have different stages in life. And I think, you know, it's crazy how even though um, our seasons in life changes, you know, going through the word, the the Bible never changes. Like, God never changes. And so it's almost, obviously, he knows exactly what we're going to go through in our life, even though we don't know it yet. And so, like, for me, I didn't know I was going to marry him. I had to change my routine of, 
you know, reading the Bible or, you know, just coming to God. And um, I think the crazy thing is that God gives, like, different, you know, mercies and, like, he gives a strength that's just enough, you know, for that season. And then it's it's almost like it's overwhelming of, like, his strength and his love. And so I love how you said, you know, each season is different, but I still need Jesus anyway. And so I like that you said that. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, this, as this, you know, this, this conversation was so much fun um, yeah. <laughs> to, to have with you. And, uh, we loved hearing and learning from you. And we hope that all of our uh, listeners will, um, also feel the same. And so, um, in reading the Bible and getting closer to Jesus as well too. Um, and so one more thing. So as we're closing off here, you know, uh, for our listeners, um, where can they find you, follow you, uh, online, your book, your podcast, all that fun stuff. So my website is FeliciaMasonheimer.com. And as I'm sure will be in the episode um, show notes, my name yeah. is spelled a little funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> Felicia with a P-H-Y. Um, FeliciaMasonheimer.com. And then on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram is where I do most of my practical everyday teachings, like breakdowns of theological concepts and glimpses of our family. Mm-hmm. And then on Facebook, I share relevant articles and current pieces that I've written and things like that. And then I also do have a podcast called Verity with Felicia Masonheimer. Verity means truth. And that's what we're after. So in that podcast, we have, we have a couple different series. We've done an overview series based on my book. And then we've done a series on how the Bible was written and compiled, and then just finished a series on women's issues. So there'll be a new season launching in 2021. Um, but that's a good place to start with website, podcast, and, um, social media. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, uh, you know, agreeing to be with us here today. And uh, we can't wait to uh, share this with everyone. Yes, we can't wait. Thanks again for having me. Before you tune out, we just hope that you were really encouraged and inspired on to read your Bible more from this episode on everything that Felicia said that, you know, it's not an intimidating thing to read your Bible if you just, you know, just just started. But if you don't know where to start, we have something here for you. Yes, we have a Bible study blog post uh, that is out and it's over Ephesians chapter 5. And there is two parts to it. And you can literally read the blog post with your Bible open and follow along. And um, we also have the verses there in the blog post as well. But that'll be a really great start. Um, start off on Ephesians 5. And your Bible reading journey. Yeah, and your Bible reading journey. If you're um, a little afraid or you don't know where to begin. You can um, start there. Yeah, you can start there. So we have the resources out for you guys. And um, we had a blast with Felicia. Um, and we can't wait for um, next episode yeah and then the uh, the blog post will be in the show notes below if you're trying to find out where it is thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode the best way you can say thank you is to share your support if you could take a quick screenshot of the episode tag it at the simple mission and share it online it could make a huge difference for us while also spreading hope and light to your friends and family if you haven't done so please just give us a star rating and a review on itunes 
This small act will take one minute of your time, but it could potentially change lives forever for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. See you next time.